Hey, my friends, the other day I had an interesting conversation with a junior in high school. He said, my, my, a classmate of mine sitting next to me looked at me and said, you are so calm. Do you smoke marijuana? I thought, wow, how fascinating is that? That here's a teenager who looks at another teenager who is always calm and his assumption is he must smoke marijuana. That was simply fascinating to me. When I was a teenager, I, I guess I had heard about drugs, uh, but I had never seen them, experienced them. I don't know if I knew anyone who did drugs, but I do know this. When I was a teenager, I don't think anybody was talking about anxiety. Now, anxiety seems to be rampant. You hear about it everywhere. Now, in a couple of weeks, actually starting next week, I'm going to spend five weeks with some eighth graders talking about the topic of anxiety. And I want to share the basic outline of thought that we're going to go through with these eighth graders. I hope it helps you. And, and you might have some thoughts on this that would be helpful to our content. And if so, uh, reach out to me. My email is mark at markdelaney.me. So here's a foundational thought that I want to share with you. Simply this, the most destructive of human behaviors stem from the simple seed of distorted human thinking. I'll say it again. The most uh, difficult or destructive human behaviors, they they come from the simple seed of distorted human thinking. And that simple seed that sprouts and over the course of time grows, it becomes something very dark, very destructive. Yet we can trace it back to the simple seed of distorted thinking. When you think about things like anxiety, and it can get pretty severe, depression, the same thing. And if you think about someone who's battling with this, it can appear to be this giant problem. I think I think you could apply this same principle to other issues in life. People who are destructive in different ways, maybe different types of addictions. We look at that person who has some kind of addiction and it looks so dark. Their problem looks so big. But what if all of it stemmed from a simple seed of wrong thinking that grew over the course of a long period of time and it became something really dark. This is actually good news, my friend. Because if if dark, destructive human behavior comes from the simple seed of distorted thinking, that means that that transformed life, the, the different life that that person longs for, can happen through a change of thinking. So here's the basic outline that I'm that we're going to go through. Number one, what what is anxiety? And in talking to the eighth graders, here's how I'm going to approach it. What if what if anxiety is just an inner alarm system? 
this that goes off alerting us that this is not what you are made for. What if anxiety is this good alarm that goes off in us that says, hey, this isn't what your life is about. This isn't why we exist. So that's number one. We're going to approach it from that that thought process. Number two, who struggles with anxiety? In my opinion, everyone does. Similar to everyone struggles with hunger, everyone struggles with insecurity, just at very different levels. But everyone struggles with these same human things. Fear is something that everyone struggles with. It's just a matter of what level do we struggle with it at. Number three, what determines if you are winning or losing the battle with anxiety? Because we are all going to battle anxiety. Here's here's my simple answer. How you think about the problem of anxiety will determine if you win or lose. Now, think about this. Think about examples of, of something that maybe you're excited about but someone else is nervous about, or vice versa, something that someone else is thrilled about, but you are very uptight about. If if you go kayaking down a river with a group of people, and you look ahead, and here comes some rapids, some people say, oh, goody, this looks exciting. Other people are like, oh, why did I choose to kayak today? How about roller coasters? Some people can't wait to get in line. Other people, where are the kiddie rides? Here's what I want to say this about anxiety, which anxiety, fear, they, they certainly hold hands. They live in the same realm. The more that you let fear rule your decisions, the more anxiety will win. I think every time that we choose to live fear-based, we are feeding anxiety. Number four, so how do you battle anxiety? Number one, realize there is nothing wrong with you. You're not messed up because you battle anxiety. If you say, well, I'm battling anxiety, what you're really saying is you're human. You're not a human who's messed up. You're a human that has the same core battles that all humans have. So number one, realize there's nothing wrong with you. Yes, anxiety is messy, but it doesn't mean you are messed up. It means you have a mess It doesn't mean you are a mess. Secondly, talk to someone. You see, when you, oftentimes it's so hard to talk to somebody for a number of reasons. It's hard because we worry about what they're going to think of us. We also talk ourselves out of it because we think, well, it's going to be a waste of their time for me to talk to them. I don't want to bother them. Or we might think, 
Well, they don't have an answer to my problem, so why would I talk to them about it? Oftentimes, the answer to our problem is just in talking about it. We don't even need that other person to have the solution for us. We simply need to talk about it. Similar to if you were sitting at a table, you're in a meeting with someone, and you say to someone, I am so hungry. I'm getting so hungry. It's okay to tell someone, boy, I'm I'm worried about this. I'm really anxious about this thing in my life right now. It's okay to say that. Actually, it's good to say that. Now, how else do you battle it? Chase your purpose. This is why our work with people, whether people are dealing with anxiety, depression, addiction, marriage problems, kids, problems with their kids, we start with the purpose mastermind. What is your purpose? Because the great threat to our life is not the existence of problems. The great threat to our life is that we will allow our problems to become our focus. And that's how we lose. We do not lose in life because we have problems. We lose in life when we let our problems define who we are. My friend, problems are part of the human existence. You're not a failure if you have a problem. You're a human living among humans. So if you want to battle anxiety, take a step toward your purpose. I want you to think about this. When you take a step toward your purpose, it's overcoming the biggest problem you might have, which is how you look at your problem. But when you're stepping toward purpose, you're stepping away from the mirror of dwelling on your problem, which is a very healthy thing to do. I'll say it again. When you step toward your purpose, it forces you to take, to take a step out of the mirror of looking at your problem. And I'll say this as well. When you step toward your purpose, you take a step out of the mirror of focusing on yourself. My friend, there's two, the, the, the two big enemies are that we focus on our problem and we focus on ourself. That becomes the threat of the problems in our life is we focus on the problem and we focus on ourself. This is why looking at purpose, focusing on our purpose is so imperative because people who chase their purpose can use their problems to better pursue their purpose. I would even say this, when people change their perspective on their problem, they realize that their problem is perfect for their purpose. I'll say it again. When you change your perspective towards your problems, you can realize that your problems are perfect for your purpose. Your problems, when you face them, they help prepare you for your purpose. They give you power for your purpose. 
Your problems are helpful to you. But this is after we change our perspective. So as I conclude, my friend, life is simple. It becomes, when it gets complex and we complicate it, anxiety lives in the realm of complication. But life is simple. Just as destructive human behaviors come from the seed of distorted human thinking, the opposite is also true. And that is the life that you and I were meant to live simply grows out of the seed of right thinking. I hope this, this uh, conversation has been helpful to you today. If you struggle with anxiety, it's because you're a human. And though anxiety can feel like it causes you to have messes, it doesn't mean that you are a mess. If you would like to support our work, I want to tell you about something special that we recently started that enables us to help people while people support what we are doing. Like I said, I'm about to spend five weeks with a group of about 88th graders talking about how they can crush anxiety. This is work that no one is paying us to do. We just show up wherever we can to help people. So here's an option for you if you'd like to support us. You can simply go to our website, and if you if you go there, you'll see a chance where, at the top where you can donate. Anyone who donates monthly to our work, we give you free access to all of our video courses. We have, I believe, five courses up right now. Uh, how to be the hero during conflict, how to be a confident father, how to discipline your kids with confidence, and there's a couple on romantic relationships in there as well. So if you want to partner with us, we give you all of our video course content and all you do need to do is give any monthly amount that you want to give to support the nonprofit work that we do. You can simply go to the website at markdelaney.com and simply sign up to donate and we will get you updated with how to get access to those courses. My friends, thank you for listening. Until next time, don't forget, your life has a purpose. You can know that purpose. And you can be set free from anything that holds you back from living it out boldly. Now go take on the day.